Watch these rabbits get all up in your guts. French vanilla butter, pecan, chocolate deluxe. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. Scoop in my ice cream truck. Who tears it up? <laughs> See, top five dead or alive lives yet another episode. <laughs> another, we're not doing another episode. <laughs> but please and thank you because you just didn't even know how to act. Yo, top top five rap groups. Mm-mm. You know, we're going to move on from music because yeah. it was just too deadly. And you and Charles, I that last one, that's why yeah, I said, listen, that's... let me Mm-mm. get mine out the way <laughs> and then let you and him no. do what y'all do. That brotherly love. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, y'all? It's your favorite campus uncle. Uncle Fred is in the building with my sister, Deliberated Project Check. My sister in pain, struggle, and also in victory. How you doing, baby? What is good, baby? What is good? Man, How listen, you doing? I'm, you know what? Listen, I had a... Vi- like, this week has been kind of... Not kind of. It's been very... Very busy. Extremely busy, man. But I'm blessed. I'm here. Love you everything know, about that. Yeah. Here, it's about man. that time, though, when you're thinking about it. So we're getting ready to prepare for rollback, right? So date you life know. savings is coming mm-hmm. up in November. I, I heard, what's this whole Mercury thing? The ret- Mercury retrograde? Didn't we already talk about that over the summer? Is it coming back again? Is there another yeah, Mercury? There's, there's another Mercury retrograde? In, in October, like October 31st to like November. Like, Mid-November. So, like, if you feel off, it's because of the Mercury uh, retrograde. If you feel kind of off. That's why I'm telling you, I need all kinds of spiritual cleansing. <laughs> I need I need. Is that everything. why you... I need the sage. Do they do basil leaves? <laughs> I need, like... I don't know. I need everything. I need all kinds of oils. I need the I need the Bible. I need the Quran. I need whatever that, that is... That I is. Can't, I, I thought we were available. past the Mercury um, retrograde uh, business. Uh-uh, it's, it's coming back up. Oh, uh, you know what? It's I mean, it's coming back up. It's coming back up. Um, it's coming back up. So I, I need to prepare because, like, even in like in my household, it's just been off. Right. So yes. Yeah, so here's the deal. Right. Yup, crash computers, missed flights, tension in the workplace. A person who subscribes to astrology would tell you to expect all of this chaos and more when Mercury's in retrograding. And yes, it is coming back up. You're absolutely right. So the first was um, March 5 through March 28th. Second one was July 7th through August the 2nd. And then the last one, FAMS. August 31st, which is Halloween to November the 20th. October 31st. I'm right. October. October. I, that's yeah, right. We, October. Halloween. Listen, I, all kinds of, ble- well, I don't need everybody's blessings. I don't because some of y'all, some of y'all don't give blessings. Y'all give curses. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I need, I need good healing. I need, I need some spiritual cleansing. Okay. So some, so some of y'all who really care about me and care about us, please, you know, say a word of prayer, put some sage in the air, you know, bless this brother and his family over here, y'all, because it's, I'm just off. I'm just completely off. That's a very transparent uh, moment right there. I'm just off. You know, my sister, Yes. You know what I'm saying? The Liberated Project has, that would be has, me. has blessed me oh, right, yeah. already with some stuff. So I'm like, okay, I think Fatu is going to probably look out. You know what I'm right. saying? She's going to look out and stuff. I was um, someone, matter of fact. Uh, some frankincense and mirth um, incense. And then right. I got you some um, the charcoals with the frankincense stones. And you know, I was, really, I was really like. Right. I was really careful and cautious with stuff like that mm-hmm. because I wasn't I'm not educated right in like those type of things so I had to do some research about sage like why did Nipsey hustle why was he doing sage every morning mm. or why was uh, someone like Charlemagne doing sage or why Were they burning sage yeah burning sage you know okay. just walk around like or even my colleagues you know, my colleague Jocelyn Tejada, what's up, baby? You know, um, she would do it. Burn you know? sage? Yeah, and I'm like, well, why? Like, mm-hmm. I've always heard about it, but I didn't know if it was something for real. 
You know, like if it was a real thing, is it a fad or is it, you know, like does it smell good? You mm. know, I, I don't know, but I heard sage don't smell good. I heard it smells like weed, actually. Oh, I don't know. I'm not burned sage. I do. So one of the things that I believe we spoke about in one of the episodes was kind of incense, right? So again, how there um, is historical and cultural background in the burning of that in the Native Americans and African Americans um, as well. So I do burn incense. I am a fan of it. And then the um, uh, frankincense and mirth, right? That is to kind of clear, again, the area in the home because you know you're opening doors your clothes have um energies on them and you want to make sure that you're doing your best to basically keep your space pure and making sure that it is free of any unnecessary toxins and what have you so yes okay yeah i you know i was really careful about stuff like that you know but it has some healing properties to it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm really I don't know. I'm into just stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So but yeah, but my, So Mercury is going to be in retrograde again beginning yeah. on Halloween. <laughs> so where am I going to be? Probably um I'm not certain. But there it is. I mean, it's on Thursday and into the 20th of November and cool, cool. I don't know. Cool. Just just be just here's the deal. This is what we want to say. Just keep your head about you. Right. Mm. And then here's the other thing, too. You know, when people say, oh, you know, Mercury retrograde. Oh, there's a full moon. Guess what? There's always going to be things that are going to um, intersect with the chemistries of our body and the way in which, um, you know, our moods. But come on, it's not a an excuse to act crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. I say this. This is one of the things that I do. I talk about my daily routine to keep my mind right. Get right. your mind right. I'm meditating in the morning. I burn incense in the morning and I burn it when I come in after I get there and then I burn them before I go to bed. Got it. So if you're always kind of taking care of yourself and taking care of your mind, I believe you then are in better position to be proactive as opposed to reactive and thinking, oh my goodness, well, you know, Mercury's in retrograde, so that means that's why I'm even extra you know, emotional. Maybe that's an episode, yo. Maybe we should talk about like, what's your spiritual routine? I like that. Maybe that's a good episode, I like right? that, yeah. We can yeah, burn some incense. Yeah, uh-oh. Man, play some Erica Badu, y'all. Uh-oh. There it Set is. Set the mood. Oh, man. Yep. Okay. 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 There Let's go. Music. Okay. Yep, there, there it is. Music. Nope. Okay. Top five. Okay. Top five. So here's the deal. Let me just give it to y'all real, real quick because you yep. know how we do it. Yep. Our disclaimer. Yep. Our thoughts, our ideas, our, our own, um, from our own experiences, our walks in life, they are not purchased <laughs> from any one source of anything. So again, we're wanting to invite dialogue. We're wanting to give you something to cause you to pause and say, hmm, I never thought about that. Or I have a different perspective and or view in which we're always open to. So there it is. Enjoy. And we want to make sure that we're creating platforms that are important for all of us for the culture and clearly for the love of. And if you can't get right, you're going to get left. Get left. You did. So it's homecoming season, y'all. It is. I think this whole entire October, you know what I'm saying, has been homecoming season. And now and now we are approaching, you know, Buffalo's own homecoming season in itself. You know, so I thought that maybe we should have a conversation. Ho ho ho. Yeah. (laughs) I think that maybe we should have a conversation about this whole topic of homecomings. Okay. I'm with it. It's it's pretty it's a pretty trending topic amongst students here. But we'll get to that. for, for a multitude of reasons, but certainly. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Okay. So um, let me start off with this. What you got? What you got? What are your experiences with homecomings? Whether it's, you know, well, I'll just leave it at that. That's a pretty broad question. What are your experiences with homecomings? So I will say in totality as a whole, I would say my experience with homecoming and my undergraduate years um, are limited, right? So I've experienced it from uh, PWI and then I've experienced it from an HBCU, but I've not gone to a multiple the way that you have enjoyed them extensively. I have not. 
Um, so I would say that would be that. And um, because they're, well, the DMV area is close and, you know, the Atlanta is not that close, but, you know, have family there. I, if when I'm thinking about homecoming, I'm not thinking about homecoming for the institutions that I've attended, i.e. PWI. There's nothing about them that excite me. There's nothing about them that be like, hey, let's go to homecoming. There's nothing that pulls me forward. I kind of think of them as boring. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, then, let me, <laughs> wow. Then let me ask you this. Okay. Sure. So obviously you said that as an undergrad, you really didn't experience or mm-hmm. had those experiences going to. Yep. Because they were boring. Like, you know, when I was an undergrad, so I went to three different institutions in undergrad. So that's okay. the first thing, right? So my experience was kind of all So over. you're talking about the institution's homecomings were yes. boring. Yes, the ones oh, okay. that I've attended. Yes, okay. they were. Okay. And, I, and, and so let me say this. And one of the other things I would say is there's a distinct difference when my family and friends, people that you and I know, when they go to either an institution that is an HBCU or an institution that might be a division one or an Ivy League that have a very strong college culture, their homecoming experience because um, their homecoming experience and their experience about school pride is completely different. Like my, my line sister, listen, Livingston Bears. Listen, I know more wow. about them. Dutch school. She's like, we're going to go to Popeye's. Like, she, go, like, it <laughs> is. We're going to go to Popeye's. Go to Popeyes. <laughs> hey, Ellis. Right. So we're going to go to Popeye's. And I know more about that experience because she talks about. So when we get together and do our thing mm-hmm. with our line, she was like, wait, I need to determine if I'm going to homecoming because it's a thing. And then, so let me say this. There are two of us that are on the line that are alum of this institution, we don't be talking about that. Gotcha. And as a matter of fact, let me let me let me take it a step further. And and this is really about culture and then how important it is. My sister teaches in the South who's also a soror. Hey sissy. Hey girl hey. And she teaches in Atlanta. Gotcha. They have during certain times, and I'm probably thinking around homecoming time as well, where the teachers get an opportunity to decorate their doors in their alumni school in colors, and they get to wear paraphernalia. And my sister didn't have any Buffalo State paraphernalia. I had to send her some stuff. Wow. One her one of her best friend, who's a Kappa, was good. Parker, noop noop, fam, you listen, played Decked on out. the listen, played played in the band him and his brother he's like you better get it fam like it's <laughs> fam they all, band is crazy it's crazy but they are all of her friends and colleagues and one of her other good friends um butler because you know in the south they call um, one another by their last name yeah yeah butler our soror went to hbcu everybody had gear but my sister because it is inbred in again the fabric and the culture from the president all the way down to the custodian everybody gets down for it and they're in the colors like take dr stewart for example our professor here in sociology he's the chair of sociology and he's teaching two or three classes he went to um howard howard university he buys into his name <laughs> listen he he be at home coming strong you think he still goes to the homecoming i know he does <laughs> i know he does so i believe that for me and my experience it was just never made to be important mm. so Fast forward to the present. Okay. Right? Your, okay. Exp- your experience. Hey, guy, hey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you have seen and participated in different uh, homecoming ceremonies, yes. correct? Okay. What was the best homecoming? HBCU, hands down. Where, though? Which one? So which one was it? Because there's G-Ho, which is going on right now. I've never now. been to G... So let me say, I was... That's North Carolina I A&T. was at Nef- North Carolina A&T the week before G-Ho. Oh, so I, So I felt like I got some of oh, it God. because they were in preparation. They, they were starting to prep. And they were getting right and they were getting ready. 
and what have you. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was it Hampton? Hamptons is dope too. Right. So me and my girls, I can't, but again, I haven't been to many. So let me say that. However, um, lived through it with Jonte. Jonte was at Howard's um, tour. Jonte, it was just off the hook. She was like, mom, I'm not coming home. (laughs) And she was in high school and she was in high school. So for me, the liveliness, the camaraderie and the thing that is most impressive is the alumni show out. Mom. The alumni. I'm, I'm, so listen, you'd have been like 59. Yes. You'd All right. Been you so, can about, I, so can I, can I talk, so talk about, about my yours. experiences? Okay. So Please as do. Un, so as an undergrad, before becoming the bros and after the bros, right? So mm-hmm. the first homecoming I went to was during a high school tour. I went with the... Um, the AKAs. They okay. they ended up doing. They did a. They took us on a college HBCU, tour. HBCU. Yep. HBCU, HBCU tour. HBCU uh, mm-hmm. college tour. And we went to um, Morehouse. We went to Spelman, Clark, and we went around the time of homecoming. Mm-hmm. So we was able to see all the festivities. And you know, Spelman, Morehouse, Clark. If you don't know, it's in Atlanta, and it's literally. Across the street. Across the street from each other. They share classroom space, mm-hmm. right? And um, when I went, that was the first time that I ever saw a probate. Because mm. they did a probate show during homecoming. And it was a probate for the AKAs. There was a probate for the Deltas. And there was a probate for the Qs. Yo. Yo. It was bananas. Oh, my God. First of all, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is is everybody, like, why are they coming out marching? Why is everybody screaming? Why is it so festive? You know, and then, like, you know, people are in line. They're doing all this stuff. And I'm just like, yo, this is something different (laughs) because I've never seen anything like this before, right? And so... That was my first experience with a homecoming. Mm-hmm. Then, as a high school student, right? Then I became the bros. Mm-hmm. And when I became the bros, they used to do the classics. You remember, like they would do like the homecoming classics. So there would be like um, the Howard, the Howard Hampton classic, and that uh, would be in like uh, almost like um, the school rival, right? And yes. that would be in Indianapolis or something like that, or like New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? Well, there used to be the Ohio classic. Now I remember that, and the Ohio classic, it would have Hampton University. And it would have Grambling. Mm, yes. And those two schools would play in a game. It was kind of like a mini homecoming, right? And so when we went there, and this was the first time that I've experienced the bands. Mm. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, the bands were playing songs like it was on the radio. I'm like, oh, yo, yeah, they get I'm it on. Da- like, I'm dancing. I'm like, yo, this is, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, like, I'm meeting, like, the band members. I'm meeting the, the majorette dancers, you know, and I'm realizing that they're bras. Some of them are bras. And then the some of them are Deltas and AKAs and Sigma Gamma Rose. And I'm like, yo, y'all do this? And it was like, yeah, we, dog, we this we is this a part of this. the culture. This is what is. we do, dog. You know, and they out there with their bands, their percussions and the 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 cymbals and they up there just doing all this stuff. It's it was li- it literally was drumline in the flesh. I was like, yo, this mm-hmm. is dope. Like this is drumline in my f- like in, in your my face, s- in my personal. face, in my space right now. And I'm just like, yo, this is ridiculous. And then People don't know this. Once upon a time, UB used to play Morgan State. Really? UB used to play Morgan State. Morgan State, you will come up here maybe like bi-annually. They'll come every two years. And that would be the homecoming game. Wow. And people will go. I'll never forget. My brother probably remembers this. We went to the homecoming game with Morgan State and... 
the band, the band ended up coming into our hood. It came to our hood, like we, just to play, and they parked their bus at a school. Went into the parking lot of the school, and, and the band just out. started kick, like wilding out. I'm talking like, and and the cars left from UB followed the, follow the bus. Of course they and did. Came into the hood, and they Morgan State just started the, and Morgan State has a band, but they ain't nothing compared to some of the bands I've seen. Right, but they this band from Morgan State came in there and they rocked. Wow, the 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 like. Everybody, it felt like it felt like a block club party, yeah, almost like a Juneteenth, right? And right? it just so happened to be like it, you know it was a nice day, so like people had their grills out, so like people, <laughs> so like you know kids running in the street, you know, like it was a big, it was a party, great, j- joyful time, it was a party, you know what I'm saying? And then like in college, you know, moving into college, I've been to um, Hamptons, I've been to A and T's. I've been to Cheney's, Cheney's mm. uh, Homecoming. Um, I've been to um, Howard's Homecoming. Now, let's talk about Howard's Homecoming, okay? Howard's Homecoming, from what it was to what it is now, right. it's it's obviously it's the grandiose of all homecomings, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's supposed it's to be. Because it's the Mecca, right? It's the Mecca, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's the mother pearl of most. And, you know, it went from a lot of stuff being done on the yard, seeing like all the alumni coming back, Mm -hmm. you know, wearing their colors or if they're professionals, you know, but, you know, they're wearing the bison gear, they're wearing their paraphernalia. You see old school back on the plot and every plot they were barbecuing. Mm. Every one of them, people going back into the founders building, you know, there was such a sense of tradition and Mm -hmm. culture. Like everybody was invested. People going into the church, you know what I'm saying? People going back to their departments, folks going into the bookstores, folks going down the block. That was Howard's homecoming was the first time I ever was experienced to red velvet cake. Shut up. I was introduced to Red Velvet Cake at Howard University because they used to sell it on the corner. Right. Well, yeah, because they had all the vendors and stuff. Everybody was out cooking and barbecuing. You know, and I'm walking. I'm like, what is that? They was like, yo, you know what? I'm like, hell no. What is that? Why are everybody buying this shit? And they was like, yo, just take a piece. Take a piece. I was like, it's done. (laughs) It's It's over. over. (laughs) It's like, give me, come on, give me a cup. Give me another one. Give me another one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Keep coming. You know, and uh, for every homecoming, it's a tradition for me. To have right, a with kid. the bros, what not only do you have red velvet cake, but you got to go to a Waffle House. Mm. You got to go to a Waffle House. Now, why is that? Because usually after like the homecoming events, like they will have a party, you know, the bros will have something going on or something like that. That's and the only place like, that's open. Yeah. Only, <laughs> and it will be packed. It will be so many people at the Waffle House. I remember one time I went to a Waffle House and literally... Like it was a it, That was the after party spot Just pull up That was that Because everybody pulled up In their cars You know what I'm saying And like at that time You can take like The outside of it And lift it up Oh okay So it became so, like a Like so Almost like a driving Kind of right. scenario Like the and, the, um, the drive-in deli right. right And it was so many people, so many bras, so I mean, it was just amazing. But I would have to say, like, if I had to pick the best experience I've ever been to in terms okay. of a homecoming what? from an HBCU. Hands down, who was it? Ooh, I have to say Auntie G Ho. Yeah, that G Ho, they they do something different. Yo, I have to say. I mean, the community, they block off streets, lanes, highways. Listen, if you think you're going to do something to Howard, listen, no disrespect. I've never been to an HBCU as a student, but I'm telling you, Howard University. Their homecomings have changed now because, like, you think it has a lot to do with proximity, where they're situated, or what? You know, I I think like you know maybe it's because it's 
it, the expectation is great. So like, there has to be like BET has to be involved. You know what I'm saying? Or or all these other black networks have to be involved to make it into something bigger than what it was last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this year, right? Uh, we learned that Kanye West just popped up and did a Sunday service on a Saturday. You know what I'm saying? He just popped up. Kanye at Howard University. You know what I'm saying? He just pops up, and I'm not trying to make this into a political argument or anything like that. Thank you, please. But he just pops up, you know. But, but yeah, like, I'll never forget the one homecoming I went to, Howard University homecoming, and Diddy, P. Diddy, who went to Howard, shows up out of nowhere. Like, him and Mace pop up on the yard. Look. And Diddy knows, like, he's like, hey, Jew. Like, he's up there, you know, saying all this stuff. You know, nobody guards. Because it's the homecoming. He's just there. And I was just, like, in awe. But I'm like, how can you go from that to something bigger? Well, now it's, like, it's become, like, events and events off campus now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, but the G-Ho same thing but it's more it's centralized it's, 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 right it's centralized you know? it's centralized and it's centralized you know in the area of the campus so I mean every lane every parking lot every street every off street every nook and cranny is filled with something or someone doing something relative like, to I'll never homecoming. forget I, Tori Tori Swilburn Tori how hey, you doing Tori Tori hey, is now a grad student at North Carolina A&T Right, she's, she's in the thick of it right she's now. She's Aggie right now. You know what I'm saying? And she right now is in the thick of it all. <laughs> and she called me up. No, she sent me a video of the the bras hopping, and then she sent me something where like the 85 South show did a comedy show, and she was just like, "Fred, how come you did not like you told me, but you, but didn't, you didn't tell, tell me mm-hmm. like this?" And I'm just like, "You Yo, can't because like, here, those kinds of things you." You have to experience because it's almost like saying about parenting. You tell individuals, yo, this kind of love will reduce you to tears. You don't know it until you experience yeah. it. Yeah. Because sometimes exp- it just aren't any words. Just, yeah. Like I, I have students now, first year all the way up to like grad students who've never been to a homecoming, like a HBCU one. They've heard about it, but they've mm-hmm. never been to one. And it's like, Fred, could you tell us about it? And I'm like, no, you got to just go. You have to experience it. Pick one. Yeah, anyone. Pick one. Pick Shaw. You can go to uh, you can go to FAMU's. You can go to Morgan State. You know, you can go to the Johnson C. Smith. My goddaughter is down there and she was raving about hers and just, you know, pick one, right? But out of the ones I've been to, man, I'll have to say like ANT because ANT they had the comedy show, they had uh, the gospel show. They have For a those, speaker they series. They have a speaker series. They have like an alumni the day. They have like formal events where like, you know, they got the pageants, they got the parade, then yep. they got the tailgate, then they got like the concerts, and then they got the comedy show. It's just so much to do. Tori was like, yo, Fred, no doubt, like I got drunk on a Tuesday. <laughs> Like who does that? Who I got drunk that? on a Tuesday right. because it was just so much. Because there's so options. much to do, and I was just like, "Yo, no doubt." That's I remember awesome. when I was at Hamptons and I was with the bros, and Hampton, the bros have a tree, mm-hmm. right? They have a tree, and before you get to their plot, you got to walk through the AKA's circle. There was okay. like a circle, and there was like this pink smiley face, and you couldn't walk over it. Oh, of course not. You know I mean? You couldn't walk over it, so we had to walk around it. And I remember, I'm like, why is everybody walking on, you know? And then I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, you can't walk on that. You know mm. what I'm saying? And when I got to the plot where the bruh's tree was at Hampton, and that's the GE, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, when I got there, they just had like all this oil, for those of you who know, you know, but they had the oil there, you know, the barbecue, <laughs> they were frying gator. They wow. had, they had like, they had a, an alligator on a pit cooking alligator. And I was just like, yo, what is, why are you, I mean, that was just, listen, the food, 
Oh, yeah. oh my well, god! Here's the deal: you go, the food hands down, and the dessert, like you said, just the food. I'm like, you I, talk I about eat. black, black culture at its finest. I'm talking about like your crazy uncle that you don't that you heard about. Yep, that's on that grill. That's and on then all that grill. Delicious sides. That be like he he be so hot and he got to keep a, like a, the like towel two on his right. <laughs> You know, he pocket. on the grill, man, and he some of the best chicken. I'm talking about deep fried turkeys, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking like just chicken and and fish. The first time I ever had Like I tried catfish Was at a damn homecoming Wow He's like try this I was like what is that He's like you like it Just try it Go and ahead and, go. Every, and everybody's nephew Everybody's a nephew Everybody's a niece Everybody's mm-hmm. a cousin yeah. Every, It's like everybody a related big, A big family event. It's a huge reunion So how So so how has that I know been I can different? go on yeah. and on I'm sorry So No that's okay So how Um has that been different oh, boy. for you since we're talking about homecoming and Buffalo oh. State homecoming is this weekend oh, and boy. there was the pep rally today. Oh, so do boy. tell. All right. Can I preface by saying this? Sure. You I support Buff you State and all its I support Buff State in most of its endeavors. And I think yes, and, and that know, would be one of the things. I that am we an alum of Buff State. Yep. That's what I know. We are. You know. Hands down. And I have to tell you, Buff yes. State, you need to get your shit together. You need what is, to get what's it the together. theme? So let's start there. Right. So we work on this so campus. Called, I haven't even seen the theme. So the theme is called Bengal Fever. I have a shirt. Oh, Bengal Fever. Yeah. Okay. Bengal Fever. Bengal Fever. I don't know. I had a shirt. Oh. It's somewhere. But my frat brother. Uh, Douglas, uh, who works in the SLE office. Yes, I met you him. Know what I'm saying, did you? I mean, did I send you the picture? <laughs> no. Yes, you did. You did. Yes, I thought so. But and I saw your a, um your LB Dave. Yes, yeah, at the at, tailgate. At, yeah, um, he works at the SLE office. That's the student uh, leadership and engagement. engagement office. And he was like, "Yo, dog, I got a shirt for you." So I, he gave me a shirt. But on the shirt, it says Bengal Fever. So that's the theme for this year's okay. uh, homecoming. Right. You know. But um, can we? Okay. Before I get the Buff State, before sure. I, before I get the Buff State, you know, because I have some very strong feelings mm-hmm. towards yeah. and opinions towards Buff State's homecoming. Okay. It, the bras had a tailgate at the University at Buffalo's Okay, UB. UB. For those of you, again, there's a distinction. Shout out to my brothers and sisters over there at UB, right? And the Bruz tailgate was such a different event you can tell like it was kind of like you were out of place because it's mm, never been it done fit. before because it didn't fit right and with the permission of some of some administrators on campus over there your soror uh you know what I'm Jack. right and i'm saying she gave us the green light to you know to give a free event you know where we're feeding students and it's very festive mm-hmm. you know we were the only organization both student and alumni, right? Who had a DJ. At what did you say this was homecoming? Homecoming, right? We had a DJ. I mean DJ. There, there, there wasn't any music? No. Outside the stadium, we we were the only people with a live DJ playing music. So you could tell it was like it wasn't common practice to have that. So like we're there. And we're there early in the morning, and so we're, we're they you know, singing kumbaya. They're, they're, and, no, they're and, and not. Patty come on, they're not singing nothing. They're throwing oh. footballs and playing like, you know, frisbee, uh, playing frisbee, and like they, you know, they're Fox doing Witch. like the 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 PWI version of a homecoming, right? Oh, okay. They're there for the football game, 
Yes, right. That's the tradition. Yep, they're there for the football game. So if an, and if anybody has a, it, it mirrored the image of a Buffalo Bills homecoming. If you've ever been to an NFL Buffalo Bills homecoming, like a tailgate, like a tailgate. I'm sorry, not a homecoming, but it mirrored it mirrored a tailgate. If you've ever been to a tailgate at a Buffalo Bills game, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like they had all these different food vendors was out there. They had. Beer vendors I was, was out say, there. It had to be beer. Yeah, beer was out there. Alcohol was there. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and UB had a license that weekend to serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that to those that were legal, man, sure. And these white folks, let me tell you, they don't know how to act when they get that. When beer. they got when they are drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh my that god! Beer is serious. You know. So, but um, I say all that to say this. When the bruh stepped up in there. With the DJ. Feeding with the, the babies. With the DJ. Feeding students free food, right? And, and we was feeding these white folks. <laughs> well, yeah, they We was feeding the white folks, right? They want some and, chicken. you know, the bruhs, you know, the bruhs, you know, we do what we do. And we, and we, you know, we had certain things out there and, you know, folks were indulging. They was like, oh, man, give me that, too. You know, like <laughs> these white folks, like these white folks, they, man, listen, these Wait, white folks had a, we had, my yard. we had some oil out there. I bet you Those of you who know what the oil is, you know what mm-hmm. these white folks had a cup of that, and they was like, "Oh my God, what the hell is this?" And, like, what? and you couldn't and get they, rid listen, of Billy Bob. Couldn't get rid of him. Couldn't get rid of him. You couldn't get rid of him, right? And then we had a swarm <laughs> of students, right? A swarm of students coming by because we're the only black and brown people that's out there doing and, a tailgate. And then, the DJ, right. So it because it was more in line with what they probably was thinking a homecoming should look like because we've seen the movies, you know, the drum lines listen, of the world. And, and listen, it was um, such a it was such a success. We ended up like, I mean, alumni came over, you know, the mm-hmm. the alumni uh uh alumni the, office. The alumni office and their student assistants, whatever, came over, was asking who's alumni? They gave us like UB Bulls horns and all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We had to sign some stuff. We took pictures. We had you the university police came over, took pictures with us. You know, wow. we fed them, gave them hot dogs and burgers, you know, connecting with them and stuff. It's like, yo, you yeah, alumni here. He was like, Yeah, you know, we you know, we have some of our frat brothers that are coming back here and stuff like that, you know, and they was like, Man, you know, and you know Come back anytime. Come back anytime. Please come sure. back anytime. You know? And then I sat back and I'm looking and I'm like, yo. There's something problematic with this. Is that like, what you said? Why? I'm like, why are we allowed to do this here? Mm-hmm. But now my very own mm. Buff State is, you know, there's this big question mark. Sure. In terms I think there of, has been a, a huge question mark. There's been conversations for listen, years about homecoming. Buff State was heavy at you at the tailgate that we had at UB. I'm certain they were. And all they kept on asking, I'm like, I'm not working today, y'all. I'm not working. I'm not working. It's like, Fred, but listen, I'm not working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and can like, we do no, it over there? Can we bring it over here? And I'm like, yo, it could be done. But, and there's always, there's always a but. Yeah. And so now fast forward to the present. Here we are. Here we are. At Buff State's homecoming. This weekend. Folks, let me be very transparent with you all. I... Today we had the pep rally. Those of you who are Buff State alum or those of you who are listening that currently come to Buffalo State, there's a pep rally that's held outside in the Union Quad area. And um, it's pretty festive. But I didn't have an opportunity to really participate because I had other things that I had to do. But in passing, I'm walking along. And 
I look up in the sky and there's just a dark cloud over Buff State. And it's funny because and it like, wasn't rain. No, listen, no lie. Listen, it wasn't the rain. Listen, this morning there was a graduate fair, and I went to go visit one of my one of my young babies. Right, uh, shout out to China, and. I was in her office and we were talking about the homecoming festivities and I looked at out in the sky mm-hmm. and there was a huge cloud <laughs> over Buff State. During that time? And you could look beyond the cloud and it was sunshine and rain. It was clear. <laughs> but there was a a cloud as dark as it could be over Buff State and it was raining and it was cold. And I was like, yo, this is so important emblematical right now Mm. this is so emblematical as of what is happening here right now for buff states right and and, and and even building upon that just on so many different levels right just it's symbolic for so many different things so um i don't know do you know who who's on the committee uh so okay i'm not gonna body or organizations because I don't. So let me say this. I did run across um, something on the daily that is our intranet um, for us here on campus for um, faculty and staff and sure. also students as well. And they kind of have announcements. But outside of the two doors that I saw in our building now, I do. Well, I was up on your floor the other day. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the stairs. Came by. Um, I, I just. I haven't seen anything. I haven't hear, haven't heard any conversation. I haven't heard any like excitement and enthusiasm around it. In the first sighting, again outside of the two doors that were decorated in this building that I've seen, outside of that, I I didn't see any decoration until I got into the union, and that was on the top level of the union. With that, I can't stand. <laughs> and again, this is me, y'all. Uh, a balloon arch. Oh my God! <laughs> a balloon arch. I'm like, isn't that so 80s? Mm. A balloon arch. So it it just going it, back to what we said. It it, pissed, it, it, oh it doesn't God. it doesn't speak to any form of excitement, enthusiasm, pride. Because when you look at it from a historical t- um, text, <laughs> from a historical ta- um, historical standpoint, that's what again homecoming was about. It was always around an actual football game, the origin of it, and it was about uniting alumni and students to create a stronger campus pride within the institution. Sure. Right? Connecting and the HBCUs, they just, you know, again, took it to the next level and they offered culture, they offered style, they offered an experience. And even, you know, some Division One, you know, PWIs, the Ivy Leagues, the Harvards and the Yales, yeah. um, they have Penn State, I'm certain they turned it out, right? Those big schools, but when we come down to, you know, our wonderful school, our alum, you know, our Division Three school, and I don't even know who we're playing. And I mean, is is there some space where we're supposed to play the play the same person because it's supposed to be a, like the rival school? Yes. And that's how because I remember like so I'm a I'm a violet. I went to Lafayette. <laughs> and, and our again rival was Grover, so we always played Y'all don't Grover. Know that about that, <laughs> so, and that was always the homecoming game, right? You always knew when you right. So so let's just talk about that. I even went to more again high school football games in again right. at All High and the Harvard Cup. Like Mackay, yo, Mackay Burger. yo, right. I, we Burgard. even know that more Mackay so. <laughs> Burger, Lafayette, and Grover, baby. What, what about Bennett? Bennett High School and Kensington. Kensington. Come on, the Ben, ben King games. Yeah. Yo, listen, the Ben. Yo, King, it was always that, going. That, that was, was a rival. That was no. That was homecoming. Came here. That was a homecoming. Yo, that was homecoming because everybody ben, from. From from it, it, you and didn't even have to go to Bennett. You, oh, Kenneth, you just went. You just went. You just now see because I lived in the projects, so um, the projects was behind Kensington. So and my neighbor Kim, she went to Kensington, so I was always with her because she was older. Yeah. But Ken Ben, when you talk about a rival, there was always getting ready to be a fight. 
So you know what? So like, that was even a stronger homecoming. So those. So let's okay. So why? I want to get back to this homecoming okay, conversation. Okay, yeah, let's go back. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> homecoming in Buff State. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. Why? Hmm? What are we doing wrong? I th- you know, Where do we start? Because I think we need to change our language. I think we need to change the way in which we want to advocate for stuff. Because UB, right? UB allowed for a black organization, a black brown organization Mm -hmm. to come on its campus and to host a free event, you know, for its students as alumni to give back, you know, and to support UB. Mm Mm-hmm. Buff State, I don't know what it is, but it's not allowing. There's so much. There's so many alumni that come from Buffalo State. Indeed, and they're doing great things. That do not want to acknowledge Buffalo State, right. yeah. especially when it's like homecoming season. You would expect. Here's my dream. This is my vision. Okay. For Buffalo State's homecoming. Hey. My vision I'm has always been that when homecoming starts, let's say let's say the pep rally, mm-hmm. right? The pep rally is greeted by not only just students but grad students and those students that have graduated, right? Mm-hmm. Families bringing their kids to but, campus and they're wearing like Buff State memorabilia mm-hmm. or they're they're wearing like their Greek letters and like there's areas on a campus where they can go, you know, because that's where they congregated. They're going into the residence halls and they're looking at their old, old room. They're taking their rooms, son and their daughter in there. Sure. They're looking at old classrooms. They're having lunch with, with their professor with the Dr. Stewart's and their Dr. Neal's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they're looking at these folks. They're participating. They're partaking you know, there's an alumni formal event that's hosted on campus to greet, mm-hmm. you know, all the alumni. To, there's I'm a breakfast. A black tie. I'm talking about a uh, black tie event, yeah. you know, where the alumni is trying to gather money as a contribution back to the campus. Right. right? I'm talking about like for the students, there's a comedy show, you know, mm-hmm. and, the, and I'm talking about like the probate. The surface there's, event. There's yeah. there's a comedy show that's happening on campus. There is um, um, a step show. The king and queen competition. The king and queen competitions. Lip the parade. The Lip parade. Sync. The parade is like a thing. Yeah. Not just being in go karts, but a thing. It's a shopping cart. Shopping, whatever. Shopping cart. That no. I know. It's a thing, it's right? Thing. But I, so I think so again. Because we could literally be here literally until next homecoming. I think part of the challenge is I don't know whether we've not given the ideas enough robust substance and we've not tried them out and tweaked them. We've not assessed them to see what's working, what's not working. I don't know how we're including students and asking them what they want. I know for sure that it's not infused in the fabric of what we do here on campus from the top to the bottom, bottom to the top, left to right, sideways, up and down, diagonal. And when you experience those institutions, whether they are HBCU or PWI, who have a rich culture of homecoming and an experience and pride in their school, just the first, that's one of the first things that you hear about during orientation. This is homecoming week and you're absolutely right. It is family weekend. It's homecoming is family weekend. One of the other things too, I think we miss is possibly you hit the nail, one of the nails on the head. Individuals that go to Howard or Hampton or Buff State or UB or Cheney, wherever, 
my mom and my dad went. So remember the whole scene with Nick Cannon and um, yeah. Zoe? Yeah. She, he, she was like, well, no, I knew I always come here. My dad was at this and my mom was at this. And I knew I'd That's be this. That's where they met each That's other. That's where they messed one another. And oh, they fell in love and got married. I knew I'd dance in the day. Same thing like Stump the Yard. Right. Same thing. So it is uh, not only what happens is it is a culture within cultures because families grow up in that space and that's where a lot of them do meet their husbands and their wives and then their children go there because it's pride like legacy so again you're talking to your boys you know again about remember your grandfather mm-hmm. he was like granddad what's that boy yeah, what's boy you better, hey. yeah, boy <laughs> right legacy hey. so it's legacy yeah. it's legacy and I think we miss that and not only that one of the other things is we've tried so many things and I believe that when they try one, when they try so many things within a particular year and they did not get the turnout or they didn't get the numbers, the respect, they didn't get the um, good ratings. They threw everything out. There may have been one or two things that worked that they did in that particular one that might need to be situated with something else. I don't know that they've created a way for them to really assess what the scholars want and what will bring them out. The other thing too, they've been telling them, right? Because we don't have the culture where students will want to sign up and come. You can't have the tailgate at eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning because they sleep because they didn't went out the night before. Right. Right. You know, so again, but I understand the game is at one. So it's a different kind of thing. When you don't have the built-in culture the way that Jiho, Howard, Hampton, and et cetera, et cetera, but, have, it, but even in that, that had to start somewhere. Exactly, but that's what, and that's my point. Meet the students where they are, then you build it up. Yeah, you trying to say, well, this is where I am, and you all come to me, and they're saying, okay, well, since I don't want to come because it's going to be boring anyway, I'm not. We have more of our students going to Howard, right? Going to again. The, for um, these experiences Exactly For homecoming elsewhere They've been more To their homecomings Than they've been To their own Can I make this uh, Statement you I want to shout out The students who Work on these committees Who and deal who, who deal with uh, Not only their peers But they deal with Administrators Who have Adverse opinions You know Who contest A lot of the The vision And a lot of the The aspirations That they're trying to do For homecoming Mm -hmm. Because you students Are working extremely hard Right You know For a vision That might not manifest Right now Right now You know But um, Like for an example The step show The step show Wasn't it canceled? It was canceled it was canceled. It, that, Why? And, and that was an a answer? major. That was a major event. And it's a major draw too, because again, it's what we know our scholars want to see. Sure. Especially since there's a certain aspect of the culture that doesn't exist here. Yes. Do we? It, no. Right. We're not going into that. We <laughs> we 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 tackled that. Yeah. But, we're not you know, but but that very thing. Is a major reason as to why the the show was canceled, because because what's what because, because that thing oh that thing yeah 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 right what they were they're fearful that, that Greek thing life that they they're fearful the D nine was gonna come show in show up and show out what the D nine wasn't present and then on top of that you know if they were present there was fear and there was assumptions and there was all kinds of different things that were but you can't you can't eliminate d9 we're everywhere that's true we're on campus so just because we don't show up you know with our again colors and letters just because you know what whatever's going on within the offices it doesn't mean that it's still not on their minds. It doesn't mean that students are still talking about, and it doesn't mean that they're still not longing for the experience. So as opposed to trying to stifle it or eliminate it altogether, and I'm not certain what they're trying to do, so I'm not making any assumptions, but I've not seen any movement in a good two years. Yeah. um, Do you remember the student union board? Yes, I do. Why was it? I don't know why. What happened to it? I don't know. 
because you know a couple students was having conversations with those in USG those aficionados that are in USG and they brought it up they was like yo there used to be students that used to plan these things You know, and there was, and I was like, oh, the student union board. Yep. Just maybe like there was a meeting of the minds. There was all- maybe there needs to, maybe they need to revisit the student union board idea where students have autonomy to create the experience what they that want. they want. You know what I'm saying? Because it's. Well, listen, I will say this the former director for student life, uh, when I first came on in 2009, said this. And I think this particular statement is is the most true when it comes to homecoming for a multitude of reasons, for plethora of reasons, for reasons unexplained. She said this, we can't have administration, faculty and staff planning the fun of college students. They have to be a and part of funny. the experience. And it's funny because now that very that very statement has come to fruition. Yeah. Where these administrators are trying to plan their fun and they're trying to plan the fun of the college student. And they're disconnected. But and it's okay, so let's just say hypothetically. All right. And then sure. we're gonna close this out because we can just beat this all day long. They tried it for whatever reason. So again, you and I don't know all of the backstory. They tried it in terms of, okay, well, students at leadership board was doing it. Then they had the meeting of the minds, et cetera, et cetera. When you and I were here, looked completely different. And then they transitioned over to maybe sharing the responsibilities with the student leadership board. And then the um, homecoming committee, which is made of primarily of faculty and staff members here on campus. Sure. When do we get to the point, and I'm saying we because, again, we're alumni, and I'm saying we because we're both um, professors here, and I'm saying alumni, I mean, I'm saying we because we're both invested in, again, the student body. When do we say we've gotten it wrong? And what ways, how might we look at it differently so it can be what everybody needs it to be? Students are excited about it. They're inviting their parents to come down, whether they've gone to college or not. Then faculty and staff, they're bringing their families. You know what? Your kids, Kai, Carter, and Bit Bit, they're all decked out. Sierra's there. Jonte's here on campus. I think I recall maybe, and it was, and let me, and I'm just going to be transparent. The homecomings that I did attend as a professional on campus is when I worked in the student life office, which is now the student leadership and engagement office, because it was an expectation. It shouldn't be an expectation. You should want to come. So I'm like, okay, you know. Right. It's not a chore. Right. It it shouldn't be because I should be excited. Right. Right. I should be excited. So I came for the tailgating. Yeah. Yeah chili something inside it, 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 it had a feeling of a, a little kitty carnival yeah like didn't it like because it was inside and again because you know it's not warm but it, i mean all of the um events weren't all of the two or three times i went it wasn't freezing it wasn't raining or anything like that but it was inside so they had a band somewhere then they had some donuts and some tea and coffee then they had some chili over here and and there was no students what it was the just, fuck is that like what is that <laughs> what i'm is telling that? you what that i is, experienced yo, that, <laughs> that doesn't give me no pride to be here well that's why i said i ain't been that back doesn't give me no pride to do any of that like come on look listen let me tell y'all something and, and we can wrap this up okay right? Yeah, because like you your hat coming off. Listen, <laughs> Buff, Buff State has this. <sighs> Buff State over the past decade mm-hmm. has created this idea that this 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 this. I don't want to say far fetched. What's the right word for it? Mm. But this unrealistic. Mm, I want. They created this. Okay, let's just leave it on an idea because I can't find the word. But they created this idea about a decade ago that we are the HBCU 
of SUNY. Who said that? Uh, a multitude of students. Absolutely not. Right. I think I and think that's egregious. I think that's disrespectful just because we're the most diverse SUNY institution of the 64. I don't think that there's any comparison to being the HBCU of the SUNY. Like who says that? Let me, let me, let me explain why. Please explain why. Cause that don't, that don't make any sense to me. It may be egregious as a hard word. And a lot of it has to deal with the fact that there was such a strong representation of Greek life here on this campus 10 years ago. Everybody was here. Mm-hmm. Everybody. In multiple numbers, yep. right? And not only were Greeks thriving, but all the other student clubs were thriving. New clubs and organizations. You know what I'm saying? ASO, you know, CSO, ASO, CSO, BAM, PASO, you know, all these clubs, student organizations, and the fraternities and sororities were thriving. And every weekend was an experience. Mm-hmm. There was always something to do on a weekend. Now, that's not like HBCUs where you get drunk on a Tuesday, right? right? But every weekend, there's something to do. Q's got a party over here. The Kappa's got something over here. ASO has Africa Week over here. And then CSO has their Caribbean Week over here. Oh, next thing you know, Caribbean, uh, CSO is bringing Elephant Man over here. Um, mm-hmm. ASO, ASO is bringing um, um, DJ Envy and 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 and, and whomever up here right. to, to host uh, the Apollo night, you know, and, and this Dollar, is Jam, and Dollar Jam and it's just all this stuff and other areas within the SUNY state hears we'll about come. Buff State and they came and they're hearing from students. Oh, Buff State's lit. Yo, we just did this. Yo, we was doing this. And now everybody started coming to Buff State. Mm hmm. Just for Bangle Pause, I'll never forget. No, I remember that too. Bangle uh, Pause was always lit because you see everybody leaving there walking, you know, toward Grover, Grover Cleveland to their cars. Um, I remember. I will never forget this. Some, someone was probating. I want to say, no, the Deltas had crossed. And when the Deltas crossed, um, there was... Uh, the Deltas were supposed to be seen that Thursday. Mm-hmm. And Friday night was the party. Okay. Right? And I think Deltas was having a party and then the Alphas was having a party. Something like that was happening. And it was one of those weekends where it was just so much stuff to do. And Bango Paws was the start Thursday mm-hmm. was the start of the weekend. Yep, it so, sure was. Matter of fact, the bras Thursday night, we had the poetry night. We had the open night poetry mm-hmm. night that used to be on Main Street. Empty, at cup, the, uh, empty coffee cup. No, 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 no. I know it's we're across, talking about across, across the street from Burbage the Oakland. Right. Yep. It's across the street yep. from, from the yep. Oakland. I now, remember. Right. Yes. And they had the every first Thursday of the month mm-hmm. was the open poetry juke joint night yep i remember that and we go into i I go into the union and as i'm going into the union it's filled it's floodgates there's people from syracuse university from suny oneonta there's folks from albany there's folks students from toronto was up here there's people from toronto up here because they heard about this Bangle paws, and, and so the now they're here. And when they're here, they're expected. They're staying from Thursday <laughs> to Monday. They're staying with their friends, and it's an experience. I'm talking about. It was so packed that the students. There was an influx. There was there was like students flooding outside. Wow. Into the the Union Quad. That's how many students were there. And there was music. The fraternities and sororities are all over the place. ASO's doing their thing. CSO's doing their thing. It's just floodgates. Floodgates. It's so many people. And then at that time, I think someone said, yo, we we could really do this. Mm -hmm. This, Like, we could really create this feeling. Because look at all, because all you see is us. So then, so then, and there's so, so there, many of us. So there was that feeling, and then administration. Okay. 
administration. You know, I, I have to say it and I, I don't care who listens to it, but you have a lot of wrong people in the right positions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You had a lot of wrong people in the right seats and they control culture. So, mm. and, and, it's, and it's sad. But since then, there's been this depreciation. There's been this loss of sight and vision. Sure. And now you're back to reality as to, as to really have to ask yourself, is Buff State still this SUNY HBCU because I'm gonna tell you this college don't want that. They don't want that. Well, they don't have to worry about it because it, we it's not that because they changed that. You look at their you look at their recruitment this last two three years. What in terms of professors? No, in terms of students. No, it's increasing black and brown. Um, but you you look at their recruitment efforts within the last two three years, and look at who is on this campus. Sure. Of course, there's us here, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more of them. Yeah, won't well, you think about population and things of nature? But but the number of Black and Brown scholars have increased. Oh, absolutely, I, I I totally agree. But again, I think someone up at the top heard that there was this HBCU feeling thing. Because think about it, you got you got students who are gifted who want to be majorette dancers. You don't have that program here. You don't have the funding here, but yet you have students that are trying to bring that culture and imitate that culture here from an HBCU. Literally, they're mm-hmm. doing like dances, right? Mm-hmm. In the name of HBCU. You have step groups that are mimicking fraternities and sororities yeah, and their do. culture, which I need to stop. But Straight stop. But, 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 stop. Jacked but, but you're, they're mimicking this. And I, and I, you know, to some form of fashion, deep down inside, it's admiration. I get it. And I get it too. But, again, but, you have, it. but you have to do it with taste and integrity and yeah. then and, and use it as inspiration. Don't rip it off. Right. But you have, but you have. Students are screaming for this. Yeah, they are. They're screaming and, for and, it. And we, and we can't be mad at them for that. And we're not. Right. Because we get it. We do understand because when you think about your collegiate experience and all the things that you saw, all the things that you expect, all the things that you wanted, and then you come and it's nothing of the such. Yeah. So, so. it's, you know... Uh, uh, Enjoy homecoming, y'all. And, <laughs> Wherever you are. Yeah, because yeah, we could delve deeper into this. I'm Wherever not going to because that means I got a name blame. I'm not doing that. But what I will say is, is try to make the best of what you got. Right. You know, and then, tr- and then try to, you know, um, get on the homecoming committee. You know, more than. Oh, three that's or a whole four- different conversation, Tamara. Okay. Okay. We're gonna okay. stop right there. We're gonna stop right there. We're gonna stop right there. Okay. Listen, y'all, it's your favorite campus uncle, Uncle Fred. I'm signing off with my sister, the Liberated Project Check, my my sister in struggle. We we really signing off because that was a whole nother. He, because he that's stopped. a whole that's a whole different thing. Whole nother but thing. You know what, y'all? Listen, it's homecoming season. Enjoy, you know enjoy, enjoy wherever you are, from A and T to Howard to UB to Buff State, Oneonta, whatever. Albany. You know what I'm saying, enjoy UB. your homecoming, y'all. You know, it's for the love of. Check us out. You know what I'm saying. Support us. We support y'all. We love y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.